This is Macro Horizons Morning Musings. I'm Ian Lingen, here to bring you our thoughts from the trading desk for Monday, June 1st. Welcome to BMO COVID-19 Insights. Visit bmocm.com COVID-19 for more up-to-the-minute insights. The views expressed here are those of the participants and not those of BMO Capital Markets, its affiliates, or subsidiaries. It's the beginning of non-farm payrolls week, and we have very little data on the calendar between now and Friday's report to define trading direction in the Treasury market. Civil unrest has dominated the national headlines over the weekend, and the developments have left financial markets largely unchanged. The process of reopening the domestic economy will be further complicated by the protest and the associated property damage. The complexity and the importance of the social issues underlying the reaction of the population cannot be overstated. Confining our musings to the economic market ramifications, however, leaves our trading call intact. The range will hold in the Treasury market until the FOMC's meeting next week has passed and there's greater clarity on the results of the reopenings. With New York City set to begin Phase 1 of the return to commerce, we'll be anxiously awaiting confirmation of this timeline or any delays that the riots have necessitated. Recall Powell's observation that we can't really recover, though, until people feel confident that they're safe. When the public is confident that it's safe to go out, they'll go out. While these comments regarding the need for consumers to feel safe before being in a position to rekindle the real economy were related to COVID-19, The recent events in a number of major U.S. cities certainly haven't contributed to any budding sense that it's time to venture out into the new normal. It hasn't escaped us that the months of mandated lockdown orders have contributed to the pushback from many in the real economy, which now faces unprecedented joblessness and heightened uncertainty. The official response on the part of state and local governments will be closely followed early this week even if our expectations for anything truly market-moving are limited. Let's face it, any notion of living your best pandemic has been materially challenged over the last several weeks, and while domestic equity market performance points toward a collective sense of growing optimism, the realized data tells a decidedly different story. On one hand, the sentiment data is consistent with the depths of the recession occurring during April, leaving May and June to begin the slow process of recovery, regardless of shape assumptions. This assumption will be further tested via this morning's ISM manufacturing data for May, which is expected to print at 43.7 versus the 41.5 level in April, an improvement to be sure, even if it's still below 50 and indicating a contraction. As the only data point of relevance, any trading tone owed to the fundamentals will find its origin here. The hard data holds the potential to further define the lows, if by nothing else then illustrating the initial shock to the system isn't going to be readily reversed in a month. Friday's looming non-farm payrolls report is a prime example, as it's expected to reveal more job losses and a spike in unemployment as the ranks of those economically displaced by the pandemic swell further. While technically new information, we doubt it will be associated with any dramatic price action in U.S. rates. This is in part because the magnitude of the job losses simply lack relevant context. 
as a market, we have no true sense of what happens when the unemployment rate reaches 20% or higher, and the path to economic rebuilding is unclear, uncertain, and uninspired. We'll be particularly attentive to the performance of risk assets as the week gets underway, if for no other reason than it's the best real-time gauge of investor sentiment available at this moment. Suffice it to say, should the unrest translate into a risk-off move, the Treasury market will respond in kind with downward pressure on yields further out the curve. This will be confined, however, to the well-established trading range as we struggle to see enough momentum to trigger a breakout. Admittedly, this isn't an exciting strategic bias to begin NFP week, although the building set of unknowns has only served to reinforce the sense of equilibrium with 10-year yields in the 60 to 70 basis point zone. As has been the case since late March, the shape of the curve will remain beholden to moves in 10s and 30s, given the strength of the anchor that twos have to the Fed's commitment to keep policy rates between 0 and 25 basis points. And with that, this is Ian Lingen signing off. Be safe, tune in, and stop out. Thanks for listening to Macro Horizons. Please visit us at bmocm.com backslash macrohorizons. We'd love to hear what you thought of today's episode. So please email me directly with any feedback at ian.lingen at bmo.com. Thanks for listening. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. For more insights, visit bmocm.com slash COVID-19. This podcast has been prepared with the assistance of employees of Bank of Montreal, BMO Nesbitt Burns, Inc., and BMO Capital Markets Corporation. Together, BMO. Notwithstanding the foregoing, this podcast should not be construed as an offer or the solicitation of an offer to sell or to buy or subscribe for any particular product or services, including, without limitation, any commodities, securities, or other financial instruments. We are not soliciting any specific action based on this podcast. It is for the general information of our clients. It does not constitute a recommendation or a suggestion that any investment or strategy referenced herein may be suitable for you. It does not take into account the particular investment objectives, financial conditions, or needs of individual clients. Nothing in this podcast constitutes investment, legal, accounting, or tax advice, or a representation that any investment or strategy is suitable or appropriate to your unique circumstances, or otherwise constitutes an opinion or a recommendation to you. BMO is not providing advice regarding the value or advisability of trading in commodity interests, including futures contracts and commodity options or any other activity, which would cause BMO or any of its affiliates to be considered a commodity trading advisor under the U.S. Commodity Exchange Act. BMO is not undertaking to act as a swap advisor to you or in your best interests, and you, to the extent applicable, will rely solely on advice from your qualified independent representative in making hedging or trading decisions. This podcast is not to be relied upon in substitution for the exercise of independent judgment. You should conduct your own independent analysis of the matters referred to herein, together with your qualified independent representative, if applicable. BMO assumes no responsibility for verification of the information in this podcast. No representation or warranty is made as to the accuracy or completeness of such information, and BMO accepts no liability whatsoever for any loss arising from any use of or reliance on this podcast. BMO assumes no obligation to correct or update this podcast. This podcast does not contain all information that may be required to evaluate any transaction or matter, and information may be available to BMO and or its affiliates that is not reflected herein. BMO and its affiliates may have positions, long or short, and affect transactions or make markets, insecurities mentioned herein, or provide advice or loans to, or participate in the underwriting or restructuring of the obligations of, issuers and companies mentioned herein. Moreover, BMO's trading desks may have acted on the basis of the information in this podcast. For full legal disclosure, please visit bmocm.com legal. 
To access our full disclosures for equity research reports, please visit researchglobalzero.bmocapitalmarkets.com slash public dash disclosure slash.